Why should you do business with Sage International Incorporated instead of filing a corporation or LLC on your own, or worse, using one of those $99 plus state fee sites? First, you actually get to talk with someone who is going to work directly with you to develop a business strategy that is tailored specifically to the business you want to start. Second, unless you know what questions to ask, how do you know if the entity you choose will actually do everything you think it should, like protect your assets and significantly reduce your taxes? For over 20 years, Sage International Incorporated has helped thousands of business owners put a proper foundation under their dream. If you want to get started in the right business track, schedule your free 30-minute consultation today. Call 1-800-254-5779. That's 1-800-254-5779 or visit sageintl.com. Now, Nevada Real Estate Radio. You'll never go wrong when you get your advice from real estate professionals that you know, like, and trust. Here is your host, Peter Padilla. And happy Thursday, everybody from Peter Padilla here on Nevada Real Estate Radio. A great day to tune into our show today because we are looking at an in-depth analysis of what's happening in real estate, not only in northern Nevada, but across the country and beyond, around the world, because it seems like everything happening on the other side of the world can impact our side of the world. I'm talking about our global economy and all of the impact that China has had on America. You know, it was back in 2008 that I took that trip myself, traveled around the world to China. Later on the show, I'm going to talk to you a little bit about some of the things that I saw, some of the things I felt when I was there. Also, we're going to be looking at a story from what's happening at rents in the Hong Kong shopping areas. And why would we want to know about rents in the Hong Kong shopping areas? Well, like I said, things that happen on the other side of the world seem to come our way. If you're a real estate investor, you have property in a real estate shopping area that you've made an investment in, you may want to listen to this story. We're also going to look at the stats that we just received from the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors, find out where those home values are for new home buyers, people that have hang on to their property for a while, see how things are going. We'll talk about that and more after this quick message. You're tuned in to Nevada Real Estate Radio. Great day to tune into our show today. We help people make great decisions when it comes time to buy or sell real estate. And one of the first things that I encourage people to do is to talk with Sherry Hill from Sage International. Why would you want to talk to Sherry Hill, you ask? Well, let me tell you. Sherry Hill is known as the wealth protection diva because that's exactly what she does for real estate investors. She helps you protect your wealth. How do you do that? It's by having a strategy. It's by having the right kind of entities. Maybe it's an S-Corp, a C-Corp, an LLC, or something that she's very proud of working with real estate investors with, and that is the Series LLC. Now, you might want to know what's the difference between one or the other. That's where Sherry Hill comes in. You've got to talk to her so that she can give you a free half-hour consultation, get you started, help you make that transaction that you need to get started as a real estate investor or boost what you've already got going. How do you get a hold of Sherry? It's easy, 800-254-5779 or visit her via website, sageintl.com and tell her Peter sent you. Today we're talking about real estate and real estate for investors, not only in northern Nevada, but around the world as well. You know, it was back in 2008 that I took a trip to China. It was a 10-day trip on a tour with uh, local business people from northern Nevada. There were just over 150 of us, and we had a chance to travel to various areas of China, including Wuhan, and it was an amazing place to be. Amazing in that it was so different. Look, I know there was a lot of beauty there that we saw. There were a lot of interesting sights, uh, plants, animals, things that you don't see on this side of the earth. But the fact is, it's a whole different way of living when you go to China. You see, everywhere I went, I always felt like I was being watched, and I mean really watched, right? And everybody told me, well, of course, you're in a communist country. It was just a different feeling that we have there. Here in America, very often I run into people that are happy. They want to tell me some good news. They want to tell me what they heard, what they're feeling, a family matter, maybe a vacation. Lots of smiling here. In China, quite different. 
I rarely found any of the native people that smiled, either when they were communicating with themselves or with tourists. It's just a different, different feeling. It's almost oppressive is what it felt like. Then again, I have to remind myself, China is a communist country. So I, I don't have a problem with the people of China, but I have a big problem with the government of China, or let's say the government type of China, communism. I mean, you don't have that freedom, the freedom of thought, the freedom of expression, the freedom to make mistakes. I remember when one of my oldest children said that, although she appreciated my help, she wanted to make her mistakes on her own. <laughs> wow, I'll always remember that day. But you know, she was really talking about she wanted to exercise her freedom in America to do the things that she wanted to do, even if she knew it might lead to a mistake. I mean, let's face it. We learn so much more from our mistakes, don't we, than from our successes. So very likely, and I'm certain she was, on the right track. She had to get that feeling in her brain that she's a free American because when you're a free American, you think in certain ways that allow you to grow and grow and prosper, do better things for yourself, and ultimately, of course, we're doing better things for other people. We're helping our children, our families, our friends, our acquaintances, our brothers and sisters on the planet. It's easy to do those things when you don't feel like you're restrained or over-monitored or constantly being given direction on what you should do and how you should be and what you should think. That's one man's opinion, and that's the beauty, again, of living in America. I get to tell you what I think. Right now, I'm on Nevada Real Estate Radio, and I'm really pleased to be with you today. It's our 15th year of weekly broadcasts, helping people make really good decisions. I like to say great decisions, but that sounds too much like I'm running for office. Really good decisions when you're looking to buy or sell real estate. Let's get back to that story about Hong Kong shopping areas. I read it in one of the major national publications, a story about the luxury slump slashing the rent at Hong Kong shopping areas. Now, these are some of the most primetime shopping streets in the world. And in the last 12 years, luxury groups like Panda Spa, Tiffany, well, they're starting to come back in the city, cut back in the way they spend money. The pandemic has dealt a huge blow to the retailers and landlords, not only in Hong Kong, but let's face it, around the world. Free-spending visitors from all over the world, especially mainland China to Hong Kong, were deterred prior to the coronavirus issue when they were having all the anti-government protests in Hong Kong. Now, the first quarter rents on Hong Kong's Russell Street, which is one of the most expensive shopping streets in the world, they were down 27% from the year prior, and that would be in their local currency. The average rent dropped to an equivalent of, get this, $2,000 a square foot annually, according to the Cushman and Wakefield firm. It's the lowest since the firm began tracking its stats back in 2008, less than a third of the 2013 peak. In the upper part of New York's Fifth Avenue, first quarter rents, they were down 6% from a year ago. So although it's not down as much as the 27% from Hong Kong, we could be seeing a trend here. Though Hong Kong's government never forced local shops to close as part of the coronavirus control, some closed for their own you know, for their own volition, uh, because they knew see could, could see how things were coming in February. Low traffic needs to renovate. Uh, there was a 14-day quarantine in the city on people entering from mainland China, and that was imposed early in February, and that really shut out really the biggest buyers of high-end jewelry and fashion that Hong Kong has to offer. It's now starting to allow some people to enter from mainland China. And sometimes for students and some people that are on essential business trips. So this shakeout that's happened in Hong Kong has really pressured landlords um, to look at things differently. Link Real Estate Trust 
investment trust, rather, their shares have fallen between 17 and 31 percent this year. And Wharf and Link warned of the potential losses uh, earlier this year, saying that further rent declines are likely in Hong Kong. Um, even though they've been free of the coronavirus's uh, new infections for the last couple of weeks. He said prime retail rents could drop another 15 to 20 percent in the second quarter. And uh, another executive said she expects to see prime street rents for the year as a whole to be down 30 to 50 percent from 2019. Uh, It's really amazing how the coronavirus is impacting the rental segment. I'm talking about retail rentals. But the fact is, when you don't have the general populace doing what they're supposed to do, which is to be active consumers out in the shopping marketplace, it's no wonder that businesses are getting hurt so bad. Real estate investors, business owners, no different. We're in survival mode right now, says the managing director for Greater China at the Blue Bell Groups, which works with more than 150 brands in Asia. They're struggling too. Multi-brand stores in Asia, just like they are in the U.S. My name is Peter Padilla, your host here on Nevada Real Estate Radio. We're looking at what's happening in the real estate market around the world and how it might impact things here where we live in northern Nevada. Businesses, for the most part, are still closed. I can't go out to buy a pair of shoes that I want because the shoe store is closed. I can't go out and buy a new coat. Uh, for an event I want to attend because the place I want to buy the coat from is closed and the event has been canceled. But I can get gas at an incredible rate. (laughs) Isn't that funny? Everything you want, you can't get. And all those necessities that, you know, you you just couldn't keep track of, well, they really are available if you can get them. And in most cases, everything is starting to become even cheaper, it seems like because of the coronavirus. Could it be? I hear people complaining and thinking about all these new government loans that are going on, all the stimulus that's out there, and how it might really impact inflation. And for some of the old-timers, we remember what inflation like from the 80s, late 70s. It was not good. Prices continued to go up on everything. It was maddening. But now, there's talk about something else. It's something that I've heard about before, too. I've been involved with it, too. When we come back... We're going to talk about an interesting note that I picked up about something called deflation. We'll be right back. I'm Scott Kelly, and I'm running for re-election to the Washoe County School Board. I visit our schools and meet educators, support staff, and students every day. This shapes how I voted on the school board and my student-first decision-making process. It's why I approved a 3% raise for teachers, because a quality teacher is the most important part of the classroom. It's why I approved renovations at every school with a focus on security upgrades that keep staff, students, and visitors safe. I've cut inefficiency from Washoe County School District's budget while protecting funding for counseling, libraries, and music, because these are very important to a student's overall education. Lastly, I voted against increasing classroom sizes because that did not put students first. And I voted against the former superintendent's contract, which I felt was too much. You can learn more at www.scottgkelly.com. Please support my re-election. Vote Scott Kelly for school board. You're tuned into Nevada Real Estate Radio. Good day to tune into our show today. I was talking with a mortgage lender recently about an opportunity for a young couple to do a cash-out refinance and whether it was a good time to be looking at doing that here in northern Nevada. Well, my call to the Cushing team led me right to Brian Cushing, and Brian is the senior loan officer there. He's the man to talk to if you want the skinny on the best opportunities for cash-out refinances during this critical time. Let's face it. It's always a critical time when we're talking about real estate, right? Brian Cushing is an awesome person. Years of experience, a great team, the loan products that you need for your typical situation, if there is such a thing as a typical situation. I mean, look, every real estate transaction is different. I was asking him about refinancing to improve a home. In this case, the home needs a roof. And why I pull out all that cash for a roof if you might have the equity in your home. So essentially, the home could pretty well kind of take care of the thing with a little adjustment on your mortgage. With mortgage rates being down as low as they are right now, it was unbelievable 
what I was able to see in the possibility of a cash-out refinance to put on a brand-new roof on a large home. You want to find out what you might be able to do on a cash-out refinance as well? I recommend you call Brian Cushing, Guild Mortgage. You can reach him at 775-453-0345. Brian Cushing's NMLS license number is 30345. You can get all of Brian's contact information on our website, nevadarealestateradio.com. Give him a call. Yes, cash-out refinances are something to think about in today's real estate market. In looking at what's happening around the world and across the country, many people are surprised that the real estate market hasn't tanked because they keep thinking about the mortgage meltdown of 2008 and 2009 that led to the last depression. Well, this isn't that case at all. Our economic situations have nothing to do with real estate, have nothing to do with the, uh, the second market in the real estate world. Not at all. It doesn't have anything to do with uh, bad loans or anything to do with real estate. Now that we're in this coronavirus era, it makes people unable to even speak sometimes. Okay, I'll get it. The deal is this. Real estate is still strong. Let's look at the stats from northern Nevada. It was just yesterday I was talking with Dan Ryder. Dan is one of the top real estate professionals in northern Nevada. He's with Nevada Home Connections. He's got a great, great website where he puts the stats once they come in from the NMLS. And we visited that website so we could get those stats for you. The median home price for Reno and Sparks combined average $416,500. Last month, that number was $415,000. So it actually went up 0.4% in 30 days. This was all during the coronavirus era. Units sold, 374. The last time we spoke, it was 502. So it's dropped dramatically. It's dropped 26.2%. Obviously, a lot of slowdown. People aren't getting out and about to close their deals. People aren't getting out and about to start looking for homes. They're being told to stay home by the governor. So we've got to stay home, the majority of us, right? So it's kind of hard to shop unless you go online, and that is possible. And you can still see video. But let's face it, when you're spending, in this case, $416,500 to purchase a home, you pretty well want to take a good tour. You want to do this. You're like me. You want to crawl in that crawl space and get up in that attic. So it's no wonder that units sold went down dramatically in the last 30 days. How quickly are these deals closing? Well, you know, last month, it took 38 days. This year, 39 days. Not bad. Not much of a difference, really. Pretty much the same. So things are flowing smoothly at the title and escrow offices. Active inventory, last month, we had 765. This month, 826. 826. So it's gone up a little bit. How many – what's our price per square foot? A lot of technical people ask that because as the market prices changes, that's really where you're looking at, right? What's your miles per gallon essentially? Well, last year – last month rather, the uh, sold price per square foot was $229, now $227, relatively close but going in the down direction just a touch. How many new listings did we have last month? 627. In the newest report this month, 561, so that's down almost 12%. In the prior month's report, there's a really important number there that talks about the percent of ask received. Essentially, if you list your home for X number of dollars for sale, how close to that number on average do people come in? Last month, it was over 99%, 99.1% exactly. This month, still relatively high, 98.9%. I'd say that's pretty much a wash. What does that say? People really want homes. In northern Nevada, they're still finding deals that are right for them, and they feel like they have to take them, or the next guy or gal is going to take it. The demand is still there. That's what that number tells me. The percent of ask received, demand is still there, and I would imagine that next month and in the coming months, we're going to see it stay at about 99.1% or even higher. So that's it. Those are the big numbers when we look at 
what the report is from the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors, courtesy of Dan Ryder from Nevada Home Connections. Is buying a home right for you? Well, you know, I'm finding the people that I talk to are definitely much less stressed out about the coronavirus issues that are homeowners, right, than renters. People that are renting right now, they're not really sure what's going to happen. Many renters have lost their jobs or they're furloughed. And many renters, they don't have the opportunity to deal with the federal government direct on their monthly housing expense. They've got to deal with just their landlord or the management company in most cases. If you have a an FHA, a government loan, there are great options there. And regardless, if you have a mortgage with any bank or lending institution, many people are calling to see if there can be special arrangements made so they can get through this time of furlough, this time of unemployment or lack of employment on the payments so that people can get back to work. So people are very sympathetic to the homeowner because, let's face it, real estate, it's, it's what's driving the real estate. Uh, it's what's driving the economy in America. It has been driving the economy in America up until we hit the coronavirus wall. It's one wall I do not want to see in my neighborhood. Owning a home is a great investment. It's only right when the time is right for you. But as you look at the way the world goes around and the things that happen, and you would on the surface think if something major happens like the coronavirus when we shut down America, real estate prices will plummet. Real estate transactions will plummet. You would think that the world is going to end, but it just doesn't work the way we think sometimes. In fact, this might be the big boost that real estate needs after we open up our businesses in Nevada, after we open up our businesses in the West, after we open up our businesses in America. There's a pent-up demand to get back to work, to be prosperous, to help others. Cannot do those things unless we're being productive. The most productive people, the most successful people I know, are enterprising. They're always looking for opportunities. And many times those opportunities, they're coming out when people think the sky is falling, when people think things are going to get worse, when people think there is no way that things will get better. We're going to talk later on the show about an area of business that has taken off dramatically because of the coronavirus issue. Many of these businesses had been in business for years prior doing their work there for the emergencies, right? But not something you would think of almost every day. Well, the world changed that much, and now we are thinking about it every day. What are we thinking about? We're thinking about cleanliness. We're thinking about cleaning everything that we see, that we touch, that has other people touching. There are now experts and specialists that are stepping up their knowledge base, their outreach, their connections, so that they know that cleanliness now, more than ever, is truly next to godliness. <laughs> I mean, that's what my mother told me. But the fact is, if you want to be safe and you want to stay in business, you have to present yourself not only to your consumers and your customers, but also to the authorities in charge that you run a clean operation. Later on the show, too, we're going to continue our conversation about talking about the deflation issues that might happen from all of the stimulus money and checks that are coming out from the federal government. It might not be inflation that is the big thing that could take us down next. It might be deflation. And what is it? We'll talk about that and more after this quick message. Warm the cold, cool the heat, your HVAC made worry-free. 
All Hours Air makes it their priority to assure your home or office provides warmth in the fall and winter months and cooling in spring and summer. All Hours Air repairs and services air conditioning, furnaces, and water heaters. All makes and models. All Hours Air is the highest rated heating and air repair in the Reno Sparks area with 24-hour emergency service day or night. When you're in need of an affordable and honest contractor for your home or business, choose All Hours Air for the best results every time. With evolving brands and materials, All Hours Air offers customers an excellent selection of products to make your home or work environment comfortable. All Hours Air at 395 Freeport Boulevard, Suite 12, or call 376-9890. That's 376-9890. All Hours Air. License number 77009. Hello, I'm Brian Cushing, Senior Loan Officer at Guild Mortgage. Join me and the rest of the Nevada Real Estate Radio team right here on 1180 AM Radio. I love talking about my specialty, the mortgage world, and how we help families in Northern Nevada accomplish their dreams of home ownership. Make sure you totally understand before you sign on the dotted line. Tune in to Nevada Real Estate Radio, Thursday, 3 p.m. on 1180 AM Radio. Nevada Real Estate Radio. Guild Mortgage Company is an equal housing lender. Company NMLS number 3274. NV Banker number 1076. NV Broker number 1141. Brian Cushing NMLS number 303045. Telephone number 775-453-0345. Located in 6990 South McCarran Boulevard, Suite 200. Reno, Nevada 89509. All loans subject to underwriter approval. Terms and conditions may apply. Subject to change without notice. There is risk in owning investment real estate in your personal name. Sage International Incorporated, a local business, has been helping new and seasoned real estate investors with their real estate investment strategy by forming LLCs, series LLCs, and corporations for over 23 years to protect their real estate assets. Call 775-786-5515 for a free 30-minute consultation. That's 775-786-5515. Call Sage International. Back on Nevada Real Estate Radio. It is a good day to tune into our show today. We're having a good time talking about real estate, real estate for investment, things that business owners, real estate investors have to do, have to consider almost every day, every week of their lives as a business owner, investor, but even more so during the coronavirus. I mean, there is just so much there. So what do we do? How do we keep up with things? I was noticing over the course of the last couple of months that two of my, I won't say favorite publications, but two publications that I used to read in northern Nevada on a regular basis, they're no longer here. I also noticed that the local publication, the main newspaper in Reno, is quite thin, not a lot of content there. And when there is content there, it's pretty thin. So things are changing in the world. Things are changing in the way we get our media. Obviously, with people who cooped up at home more than ever, they are relying more on digital, more on television, more on radio. Hey, wait a minute. I was reading recently that even the television world is slowing down. But it's not so much because of viewership, because of advertisers. Advertisers. I mean, that's really what drives television. That's what makes it able to get that programming to your home and now with so many outlets so many challenges so many challenges and channels and then you have the internet streaming i mean there's just so much going against commercial television right now it's going to be a challenge for many of those broadcasters those networks to continue to do what they have been doing really since their inception this is a change like no one has ever experienced before So there has to be some new thoughts and new innovations to make it all happen. Well, to keep up, in fact, media is so polarized as well. Finding media that can just give you the news, just give you the information, letting you make up your own mind is pretty hard to find nowadays. It really almost isn't there. You really have to be selective. You have to be careful what you eat. You have to be careful what you read, hear, and see because somebody has a motive for you to see, hear, and think those things, especially if it's free. In fact, if it's free, you know that you are the actual commodity, your viewership, the possibility of buying something. Let's talk a little bit back about uh, what we were talking about, which is the specter of deflation and what it is. It was back in 2002 
that uh, former Federal Reserve Chair Ben Bernanke, he gave a speech titled Inflation, uh, it was titled Deflation, making sure it doesn't happen here. Well, with the severity of this recession being brought on by the coronavirus, that might be pretty tough. See, the Labor Department on Tuesday, that was just a couple of days ago, they reported that the overall consumer prices in America fell almost 1% in April from the month prior. That's the largest monthly decline since December of 2008. Again, that decline was 0.8%, almost a full percentage point. And that puts the price index up just 0.3% from the year prior. Now, the exact readings on the consumer prices in April are less meaningful than usual in some ways um, since it's based on indexes that really don't reflect people's behavior and spending behavior uh, because we're in the coronavirus situation. So gas, although it gets a 3% weighting in this typical index, people aren't driving nearly as much now. So it's, you're lucky if you even buy a tank of gas in a month. Uh, food away from home has always gotten 6.2% of the index, but you know people aren't going out to eat at restaurants anymore. And, and even though some restaurants are offering takeout, it's nowhere near what it used to be. So the effect of deflation, you know, you wonder how how could that be an issue, you know? Uh, what could the problem be? Well, when the economy is in a state of deflation, uh, it has its problems. Uh, people are fearful because the economy is, struggles to grow in a deflation-making area. When prices fall, it's hard to get borrowers to pay down existing debts. So that leases, uh, rises, you know, leads to rising defaults or possibility of defaults. And then banks, they get really leery about extending credit during a time of deflation. So unless the labor, mar labor market starts to snap up really fast and our economy gets going really quickly, it's possible that consumer prices are going to continue to drop little by little. And when that happens, uh, we have a, a situation of deflation. How do we prevent that? Well, one way we prevent it is by letting our elected officials know that we're ready to get back to work. Look, we've lived in and around viruses and bacteria and germs all of our lives in, on the world. I mean, that's just what we are. We have to learn to live in and amongst these viruses and know that they're out there deal with them, right? Look for ways to strengthen our immune systems, build resistance. Um, there's a lot of guidance available, but the fact is uh, we cannot let the coronavirus impede our civil rights. And I have not heard a lot from the ACLU lately, which really puzzles me because I really need my civil liberties uh, to be looked at like all Americans during this time of coronavirus. So it's kind of strange that we haven't heard from the American Civil Union during the corona crisis. But from the start of the crisis, the ACLU has advertised on its website, the ACLU will be watching closely to make sure the government's response is scientifically justified and no more intrusive on civil liberties than absolutely necessary. Its definition of scientifically justified appears to be about as rigorous as much of the media, which can mean almost anything. Now, the strange thing about this is that science, science has been speaking, you know, loud and clearly. But the public and the virtuous media, they don't want to hear it. For weeks on a CDC webpage... It keeps saying in coming months, most of the U.S. population will be exposed to the virus. When the lockdown started, at that time, people thought it might be slowed by locking it down. But in some cases now, some experts are even saying that it might accelerate. Well, it wasn't not too long ago that Elon Musk, just a few days ago, he stood up and voiced his resistance to California's pandemic shutdown. And now there's talk about moving Tesla entirely, entirely to Nevada, Florida, some other state, and get the heck out of California.
Can you imagine what that's going to do to the economy in California if he decides to pack it up, pull out all of his employees, and move to some other state? It would be really devastating to what California is trying to do and for the way that California, for my opinion, has extended itself with all of their obligations to friend and foe about what they plan to give friend and foe. And you can't do it during normal circumstances, really, for much time. But during the coronavirus and trying to recover from that to continue, it's not going to work. A lot of people will be leaving California, and I know they're going to be looking at Nevada next. We'll be back after this quick message. I love Sherry Hill, and you will too after you listen to the Sherry Hill Radio Show. Sherry Hill is known as the wealth protection diva because she knows the world of business like no one else. Robert Kiyosaki, author of Rich Dad, Poor Dad, recommended her book, Incorporate and Get Rich. And to this day, the phone keeps on ringing from people that want more success from their business. Tune in today to the Sherry Hill Radio Show, 1 p.m., right here on 1180 AM Radio. The Sherry Hill Show. Hey, we're back on Nevada Real Estate Radio. I'm enjoying my conversation with industry experts from across the country. Sometimes they come into the studio. Sometimes it's only via telephone because of all this coronavirus stuff going on. Very lucky to have Ernie Neal dropping into our studios today. We're doing a little bit of marketing work for some of the aspects of real estate that you need to get together. Ernie Neal, thanks for joining us in the studio today. Welcome. Happy to be here. Hey, so uh, we're in May now, thank God. Uh, looking like we're going to be getting out of this coronavirus lockdown that many of us have been, although many businesses I know still have not gotten back to work earning. I was looking at the stats from the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors recently, though, and they were quite substantial, strong. I mean, really, when you compare to what was going on last month, there's really not much difference. People are still interested in finding that deal, closing those deals, some people maybe are even thinking, Ernie, that this is a, going to be a pause that might give them the opportunity to find the right kind of real estate transaction. What are you hearing out in the field, in the trenches, as you're working with real estate clients and prospects every day? Well, I've got uh, uh, quite a spectrum there. There are some people who are ready to go ahead right now. They think today uh, is the time, and I'm in agreement with them just because uh, we leveled off, uh, normally we level off anyway uh, uh, towards uh, uh, from November uh, right through till the weather breaks around tax time. And so uh, that that's a, a, a normal time where business gets a little slow. People don't want to drive over the hill from California in the snow. And of course, when the weather breaks, they come. Now, of course, uh, we had a lull because people were, they were afraid to get out. They didn't want to take a chance. Uh, they were staying close to home. Also, uh, we have restrictions. Uh, we can't show houses that have tenants. Uh, we, we don't even show houses with uh, owner-occupied. You know, we're only showing vacant houses right now. Mm -hmm. And uh, so that limits your ability to sell. But on the other hand, uh, there are people who are in that wait-and-see mode, uh, want to see what's going to happen with the market. Well, uh, the market leveled off, and uh, as it would during the season, and uh, even dropped a bit in some areas. But the fact is that people who uh, are positive thinkers and... Uh, want to take advantage of a uh, situation where uh, people aren't buying and uh, they can get a house at perhaps a, uh, a reasonable discount, uh, they're moving forward. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. People see opportunity that have been looking for homes that have had challenges because there's been so much demand from out-of-staters moving into Nevada, and so much demand from people that have been looking to buy a home for years and years and just for whatever reason can't find the right property, the right price, um, too much competition. You know, if you're really serious, you've got to look at this coronavirus era from a different perspective. Granted, there are a lot of bad things that can happen. Many people are getting ill, but many people are recovering. 
and many people that I know are still as healthy as ever. We've still got to live, still got to enjoy life. Owning a home is still the American dream. I contend this could be one of the best times ever to talk to a real estate professional and think about buying a home. If you're a renter right now, you'd be a lot better off today during the coronavirus shutdown if you were a homeowner versus a renter. I think you'd find a lot more opportunities to recover, to rebound, and get assistance as a homeowner than you can get as a renter. My guest today, Ernie Neal in the studio from Remax Complete in Sparks, Nevada. I'll continue my conversation with him, and we'll talk more after this quick message. There is risk in owning investment real estate in your personal name. Sage International Incorporated, a local business, has been helping new and seasoned real estate investors with their real estate investment strategy by forming LLCs, series LLCs, and corporations for over 23 years to protect their real estate assets. Call 775-786-5515 for a free 30-minute consultation. That's 775-786-5515. Call Sage International. We're back on Nevada Real Estate Radio my name is Peter Padilla. Glad to be with you. And we're talking with you from our studios today right here in northern Nevada. You know, I got my new issue of Natakwa News today. Natakwa News is the original entertainment, positive, informative, and historic monthly publication that you will uh, really appreciate. The cover photo is... Welcome spring and happy Mother's Day. Ernie, did you have a good Mother's Day this past weekend? Well, uh, my wife had a good Mother's Day, of course, uh, and uh, I uh, helped. Uh, and so we had a big family dinner, mm -hmm. and uh, we did take out. Uh, instead of going to the restaurant to dine, we did take out, Yeah. even though the restaurant was open. Uh -huh. And uh, we had a very nice uh, dinner with uh, some of the family. Yeah, uh, the ones out of state uh, didn't make it, but the local ones did, and uh, everybody was there, including Lucy the dog. Lucy the dog, you know, it seems like no family gathering is really complete without family dog. Sometimes people say, "Hey, this world is going to the dogs." Well, I always go by what uh, Mark Twain said: "If there ain't no dogs in heaven, I don't want to go." There's a great quote from Paul Newman. In the movie HUD, don't go hating all dogs just because one of them has fleas. <laughs> I like it. Well, I can go with people too. Well, sure. I've been been, been accused of been accused yeah. of having fleas many times. So <laughs> please don't hate all dogs just because of me. There's a great article in the Natakwa News called "Back to the Bike." The it's a story about the Reno Wheelman back in the 1890s. Um, bicycle uh, riding was a craze that it was sweeping the country. Yeah, fast forward to 1907, and people talk about the wheelmen of northern Nevada when they had a clubhouse that burned to the ground then, never was rebuilt. But the wheelmen, they once held the world's record for a Rambler quad. It's earned by cycling a mile in a minute and 34 seconds. The bicyclists who began this spectacular career by defeating the wheelmen of Carson City, well, they went on from there to gather many more championships, although they never made huge headlines except one. It was that Wheelman W.A. Keddy became the governor of Nevada. Wheelman. More and more people are looking at getting back to nature, using less energy, being more energy efficient in their life, smaller carbon footprint. That's kind of one of the things I've learned and been um, part of during the coronavirus era. Ernie, has that been anywhere in your world as well? It's always been in my world. I've been a bicycle rider virtually all my life, and uh, uh, there's many times that I've uh, chosen to ride the bicycle, even when I was working in the casinos. There's times that I uh, rode the bike to work, had my uh, suit coat in a backpack, mm -hmm. and uh, threw it on after I got there, and uh, I still ride a bike. In fact, uh, my wife and I have a tandem. Oh, nice. And so, nice. Uh, yeah, the bike riding is still a part of our lives. Oh, I, you know, I've always wanted to get a tandem. Come close, just have missed an opportunity. But it sure is a great way to get your loved one together and, uh, you know, go places. And even though you're on one bike, you, you still have two different roles to play. Yes. Uh, 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 well, before we got the tandem, uh, 
I was always waiting for my wife. She rides a little slower than I do. Uh-huh. And, uh, now she keeps up. She's right behind you, I bet. That's right. And the problem is I'm doing all the work. Well. Uh, if we come to a hill, I yell back, hey, I need help. Uh-huh. And then she starts pedaling? <laughs> then she starts pedaling. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I bet your wife absolutely loves tandem bicycling. I want to give a shout-out to a bicycle sponsor. It's called Bodfish Bicycles, a great sponsor in Natakwa News. Quiet Mountain Sports, it's all your outdoor adventure sporting needs. Come in and check out the great selection of bikes, kayaks, canoes, snowshoes, cross-country skis, and more. It's all there on 139 Main Street in beautiful Chester, California. Mm, Ernie, ever been to Chester? I was there once, uh, yeah, passed through. It's uh, beautiful out there. I have to tell you, I've never been to Chester, but I want to go to Chester. And now that I know. Mount Lassen. Yeah, oh, got to be beautiful up there. Oh, yeah. Bodfish Bicycles. I don't have a website here, but uh, they are on 149 Main Street, Chester, California. Check them out, and they can help you have a great time. And uh, that's one of the updates from the good folks at Natakwa News. If you want to get a complimentary copy, look around the city, northern Nevada, all across northern California. Look for it. It's a really cool publication. takes you back in time. Natakwa News. Ernie, here's your copy complimentary from Nevada Real Estate Radio. We're talking about real estate and real estate for investors. Hey, Ernie, earlier in the show, I was talking about Elon Musk. You know, Elon is saying he's going to get back to work. He doesn't care what is going on in California. It's time to get back to work. He's thinking about moving his whole operation out of California, maybe to Nevada, maybe to Florida. I'm suggesting he move it to the middle of the desert in Oklahoma, someplace where people really need those kinds of jobs and work. Well, the fact is that uh, he's got currently... 12 million square feet in his battery factory, partnered with Panasonic, right out here at USA Parkway uh, on the edge of uh, Reno and Sparks. And uh, there's plenty of room out there to put his uh, Fremont, California factory. Yeah. He can move it right up here, lock, stock, and barrel, and we would be delighted to have him. Well, that would be true, and I and I, I know there's enough for the factory, but what about the housing situation, Ernie? We are, still are in a situation where there's more people wanting to buy homes than there are homes to buy, putting a big price pressure, and now if he moves the rest of the factory over here, my gosh, how can we keep up? Well, that's going to be a problem because uh, right now the uh, – the new home developers are going huckledy buck, uh, building as fast as they can. Uh, excuse me, you said huckledy buck. Huckledy buck, yeah. Oh, okay, I, I wanted to make sure it was yeah. not something else. Huckledy yeah. buck—that's a pretty good pace. That's a very, that's a very fast pace. Mm-hmm. And uh, they um, uh, they are building, but uh, they can't keep up with demand all over Reno. And I drive, you know, being a realtor, I'm all over town, all over Reno. You see apartments. Houses going up hither and yon. And uh, that's because people are moving in. They need a place to stay. Yeah. And uh, so uh, now uh, I uh, have been told that the area around USA Parkway, where Tesla is, where Switch is, uh, Google, Apple, all the big hitters are out there. Mm -hmm. But there's no residents uh, uh out there except for a Motel 6. Mm. And uh, they, uh, uh, there has been talk about uh, building homes out there, uh, which would be great because people would be closer to their jobs. I would think Silver Springs would be a great way, a great place, you know, to live. If you lived and worked in the USA Parkway area, Ernie, it, it would just be such a cool place to be. You get a little bit of rural country. You get access to Interstate 80, which is real close. The communities there are growing dramatically. Fernley has grown substantially. Lots of nice homes in and around that area. And you don't have to compete with all of the demand from other buyers that want to move into Reno proper. The problem is those homes aren't out there yet. Well, there's uh, there, there are some properties out there. There's plenty of room in Silver Springs. It's 14 miles from Highway 80, approximately, mm-hmm. uh, and on a nice four-lane highway, a new four-lane highway that uh, recently uh, put in, and uh, 
they're talking about building, actually building homes in the area, where which is now uh, all 100% industrialized. Yeah, I would think that would make really make some great sense because uh, you'd be close to work. The people that live there, people love to live there because it's it's really a nice, secluded, remote area. Yet you're still close to some of the amenities that you need and many that you want in the big cities. And it has to pay its own way in some way, Ernie. The USA Parkway and all the high-tech industry that's there somehow has to help out with the housing crunch that those very same industries have put Reno, Sparks, and all of the communities in northern Nevada under. It's a big challenge. Some of us don't like all of the new people and all of the new construction. And others of us, we've got to get a house. We've got a job. We don't have any place to live. It's putting a lot of stress on everybody. And I'm not sure this big economic digital boom that we've had in northern Nevada is really a good thing for us. Well, uh, it's, uh, it's hard to knock progress. On the other hand, uh, we have lost our cowboy town uh, image now we have a Nordstrom rack and we have uh, we've got Starbucks. Uh, you know, it's more of an urban image. cowboy image now, uh, isn't it? Well, it's, yeah, it's even gone beyond that. But uh, uh, if you want rural, you don't have to go that far to get out of the uh, city setting. Mm -hmm. Well, lots <laughs> of opportunity, regardless of how you feel about things changing in northern Nevada. If you're in the world of real estate, if you want to buy a home, sell a home, primary residence, investment property, it doesn't happen that often when you get this great of an opportunity. I'm telling you, in the next 60, 90, 120 days, some people are going to be unable to continue with their mortgage. There are going to be some homes that come on the market because somebody has decided maybe it's too expensive to live in northern Nevada. There will be a variety of reasons, but it will happen. And it won't be huge. It will be spotty. If you're a real estate investor, now is the time to get ready. Be on the lookout, and if you find something you like or if you need somebody to make that deal happen for you, I'm talking about a top real estate professional. I recommend my good friend Ernie Neal from Remax Complete. Ernie, phone number in case anybody wants to call you after the show. Phone number is area code 775-225-0026. All right, Ernie, I'll put all of the rest of your contact information, including your website, on ours, NevadaRealEstateRadio.com. We'll make it easy for people to find you. Thank you for being here today. Thanks for having me. And I'd like to thank our listeners for tuning in as well. We're on the air again next week, same time, same station. Tell your friends and family, too, so they can tune in and make a great deal on real estate and real estate for investors. Until then. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. You've been listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. We value your listenership and appreciate your feedback. Want to talk with Peter? Send an email to peter at nevadarealestateradio.com.